peace and infinite blessings my beautiful people welcome to another episode of the lion's den i am your hostess the flyest queen you will ever know empress mufasa bastet i hope everyone is feeling prosperous feeling abundant and i'm very very excited for this episode of the lion's den so get ready tune in Peace and infinite blessings, my beautiful people. Welcome to the Lion's Den. It is February 2nd, 2020, 2020. I'm really excited um, about where humanity is evolving into. I know that's like a large statement to say, and it sounds pro- probably ridiculous given um what mass media is pushing out to us uh at the same time i'm someone that has a very good balance of staying in tune with the spiritual realm while interacting with the world right so in buddhism there is a teaching that says to be in the world but to not be of the world and that's something that i have taken very seriously because it's something that has saved and preserved my sanity Um, I wanted to take this episode to talk about the difference between isolation and solitude, uh, simply because it's something that I see many people struggling with, and it's something that I have mastered, and I think that the light and the joy that people see in me, they don't realize it comes from the practice of solitude and minimalism and really just getting in tune with something other than this world you know like there is more to life than just this society that we are involved and intertwined with right there's more to it than that you know it's like those that you know talk about the matrix and being outside of the matrix you know it's so many ways that we've come up creatively to describe it but it's really just as simple as being in tune with your spirit and always being there because your spirit is really all that there is and to me I see everything in society everything in media everything in the food industry everything in healthcare everything working to pull you away from you especially black folks um because black people shout out to black history month it's my second favorite time of year my first favorite time of year is summertime my birthday um but i truly enjoy black history month um because i'm black all the time you know i'm i'm someone that like you know i'm doing the work every day but black history month is a time in which i feel like it's important for me and others to honor the work that we have done and we are still doing Uh, I think it's very, very important for black folks to take a time to, to really understand what amazing things we have been able to do despite everything that is working overtime to prevent us from simply being happy, you know? Um, and so when I think about the difference, the difference between isolation and isolation and solitude, to me, isolation looks like the person who is depressed and probably doesn't realize they're depressed um the person who has a resentment towards the world towards their friends towards their family so because of that resentment they have decided to you know stay at home 
you know, not go out, not be social. Um, someone who doesn't really, like, for example, I live in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and a lot of people talk shit about Bridgeport. People who are from Bridgeport, who've been here, or people who've been here for years, they talk a lot of shit about Bridgeport, and and, and there is a lot of shit to talk. That is absolutely true. Um, but someone who talks a lot of shit and only views Bridgeport for all the negativity will probably in response to that in response to their ideas and beliefs and perceptions what they will do is isolate themselves right and they'll just stay at home eating watching tv doing the bare minimum right they go to work but they go home and that's it it's just the bare minimum someone who really doesn't have any passion or an ambition if we don't have anything they're working towards um they're just surviving day to day right there's no real light in their eyes no real thing they're focused on they're just going through the motions and they feel as if no one understands them no one's gonna like them they don't like anyone they're you know too smart to this to that whatever so it's almost like a condescending view they have of everything else so in response to that they just stay by themselves that's isolation to me versus solitude right solitude is a person like me like I'm a person who I'm I have defined my mission right I've clearly defined my mission I've clearly um you know visualized what I'm doing what I'm working on and so I am in a place of solitude where my situation is not exactly what I want it to be However, I recognize why my situation has to be that way, especially in relationship to my mission. So I'm someone that you may not see me um, on OnlyFans all the time. You may not see me, um, like I haven't even put in our consistent episodes of The Lion's Den. I haven't. And shout out to episode number five. Hey, this is episode number five. This is amazing. Um, so... I don't necessarily consistently go out to parties or to events. I literally only go where my spirit feels called to go and only when I feel called to do it. Like I don't, I don't. And if I am called to be at home because I have things to do or I need to do nothing, you know, I do it. And it's not out of a place of resentment. It's out of a place of, I know I have to do these things because it's in alignment with my mission. I may not be around a bunch of motherfuckers because I know that most people are not defining for themselves the purpose of their life. Most people, when they get up, are only getting up because they have to go pay bills because they need that money in order to eat and to not be homeless. You feel me? So, like, there's very little amounts of people who are fueled by their passions, fueled by their purpose. And because of that, I'm someone that I'd rather just not be around you. Like I'd rather not have sex than to have sex with someone just so that I can have sex. Right? Like I would rather have not have sex with someone versus have sex with someone who happens to express interest in me um, in the midst of my lonely spell that I may be in. Right. So solitude is total contentment with you and your spirit. A lot of people are not content with their spiritual health, like where they are. 
right? A lot of people know that they should be taking baths, like uh, creating an ancestral altar, eating right, um, cleansing, um, you know, creating art, uh, teaching kids, you know, whatever you, everybody knows in the back of their mind what their mission is supposed to be. And a lot of people, because they're fucking lazy, they're scared, they're insecure, they will neglect the work. A lot of people are afraid of working or they resent working because of what the world has defined work to be. However, when you are putting in work, like there's a difference between like being a slave and working for somebody else, but then like someone that's putting in work, like I have put in work for years to master myself, right? And so now I'm at that point where I know what my center is, right? So I know that if I'm being pulled a certain direction, even if someone's talking to me and telling me a story, I know I'm so in tune with myself that I can feel when that story is pulling my emotion and I need to take a deep breath and pull myself back in to the point where I may need to tell that person, hold on for one second, let me take a deep breath. Okay, go ahead. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people, for whatever reason, I don't know, I can't, I've I've always been someone who was driven, who was passionate, um, and who knew that if I didn't do anything to change my situation, this shit would continue for a long fucking time. Like, beyond me. Like, even if I never have kids, like... I got to do something, right? And so that, that it largely drives the reason why I work with kids and why kids respect me because they know I'm serious, like I'm doing it. I'm not just half-assing it. I'm not just talking shit. And a lot of people are just talking shit and are choosing to be isolated because they're afraid to do the work to create actual peace. A lot of people don't know how to be at peace. They are afraid of what happens if their mind is quiet because they've not done the shadow work to really understand the anger, the insecurity, the the fucked up part of you, you don't really know what that is or you're afraid to look at it. Me, I know the fucked up parts of me. I'm selfish as fuck. I really don't give a fuck about anyone who's not doing the work. Like if you're not doing it, I don't care. And I can cut, I can go from I love you to I still love you, but now I don't fuck with you real quick, right? Like I know I have that. I know that I have... Um, a part of my spirit that just always wants to be on the go, always wants to do the next thing. And those parts of myself that I consider to be whatever, like I've learned to interact with them to where like, I don't even view them as negative no more. They're just parts of who I am. And I learned how to balance it out to where, you know, sometimes I might need to be on my fuck, on my fuck shit. Sometimes I might need to be a hoe, right? Like y'all that listened to the previous episode of the Lions Den where I went through a period where I was being a hoe. Like I fucked three niggas in the same week fuck two niggas in the same day like it's fucked up quote unquote however like I was safe I knew what I was doing and whatever like it's like whatever like whatever that's what it was that's what it was and I'm not saying that I'm going to continue those behaviors because I'm not because I understand how my body felt in response to it how my spirit felt in response to it 
right? And then I ended up absorbing or being involved with people's energies that I really didn't want to even be fucking involved with. I was just lusty and horny as fuck, you know? So when you open yourself up to really not guilt and shame yourself for how you feel about the things that are going on, you can then begin to navigate life in a way that's really productive and it's purposeful and you have more energy mentally and spiritually because it's like yo like you know your intuition tells you every fucking day what you're supposed to do right like uh, your intuition be telling your ass to get up and go to the gym and you'd be like no i'm good today i just i'll just eat a diet drink a diet coke with my fucking you know whatever So you're literally, and a lot of people say, oh, that's God talking to me. My nigga, it's you telling you. It's you. And yes, God is there. And sometimes when you sit down and you pray and you meditate, you can connect to God and connect to your ancestors. But a lot of times it's just your body. It's not, it's literally just your consciousness that is guiding you and trying to help you along your way. But you are not in tune with yourself. So you're really just slowing down your own growth and your own progress. And then your ass turn around and blame it on somebody else. That's not the life that we're supposed to be living. All of us are supposed to be living in in, in peaceful solitude within ourselves where you're not really um, desiring much of anything because you have divine gratitude for everything that you have. When you really practice minimalism, you realize that you have everything that you need. You probably have way more. You have way more than you need. Right. If you have a cell phone that you're listening to this shit on. An iPhone. Or whatever the fuck. It's this mini computer in your hand. Plus you got a computer. Right. Plus you got a house with hella clothes. Hella um, shoes and accessories. You got a bed with a couple of different sheet sets you could use. You got multiple towels. Multiple washcloths. Multiple types of soap that you could choose from in your in your bathroom. Multiple oils or lotions you could decide to moisturize. Hell you even have lotion or oil to moisturize yourself with in the first place. Multiple beverages in your refrigerator that you could choose to drink from. Multiple um, meals that you could put together by the food that you got in there. Old shit in your freezer that you just forgot about because whatever you know you got a car you got gas you got multiple accounts with multiple forms of money in them you got investments you got a 401k you got a job you got part-time jobs you got paint art supplies you got a voice you got hands you got everything you could possibly fucking need and some reason you still feel like you're missing something or you feel like you're not prepared or you feel like you don't know what to do all of those things are false right and so when you i feel like it is important to go into isolation going into isolation from a spiritual practice is sort of like fasting from the world when you're in it's like going into your cocoon the caterpillar going into the cocoon You go in there and you do deep, ugly ass work. You cry ugly fucking cries. You look at yourself, you scream, you punch the pillow, you write hella angry, depressive poems. You cuss everybody the fuck out in your notebooks and journals. You release that negativity. 
right? That toxic energy, whatever the fuck is in you that's fucking your shit up, you go into your cocoon and do the ugly work to transform and transmute that shit. And then when you emerge back into the, come back out into the world, you know, you emerge as a better version of yourself. That's the only thing you should be doing. If you're in isolation and just sitting there, you're not doing nothing. You're not using isolation for the benefit of your spirit. You're using it to enable the bullshit. So there's a usefulness in isolation. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's not. There's an isolation. Um, there's a benefit to it. However, when you should be using that time productively, you know, to, to reset yourself, refresh yourself, revisit um, your beliefs and ideas and things you've been doing, like take a pause, you know, take a, take some time to pause. I had a conversation with a brother the other night um, that he was in, um, he was in prison and he spent 23 out of 24 hours in isolation. And I was like, yo, like, how did you, what, what did your mind teach you? Cause I was like, yo, I feel like that kind of shit for three years, 23 hours in a little box by yourself. And he was like, yeah, there were some days that I wouldn't even go out. Like, I would be like, fuck it. I'm gonna just stay in here for the full 24. And he's like, you know, that kind of isolation will either break you or enlighten you because you will have no choice but to break open the layers of who we, who you are. So when you choose to go in isolation on a, on a, you're not in prison, you're just, you know, you're living your, your life. If you choose to live in isolation, you should be spending that time to do the work to really enhance yourself. You have the ability to help yourself level up because you know. And even if you don't know, that's when you can sit and you can pray and connect to your ancestors for support to help you with that. This is where you set your intention to say, like, I will level up. I will do this or I will, I will myself to do it. You see what I'm saying? When you say, I will do it, you're willing yourself to, to muster up the energy to do it. But a lot of people don't want to do that work. And that's where we're failing. Right? So make sure that you are someone today moving forward from the moment you hear this moving forward that you are doing the work. Even if that means sometimes you need to be at home by yourself just watching movies and eating pizza and drinking wine, but then the next day you get up and you, first of all, drink you a smoothie and cleanse that cheese out your fucking guts and then keep going. But don't sit there. Don't sit and live in that fucking place. Years and moments is going to pass you by and you're going to realize that shit, like I'm wasting fucking time. You're wasting energy. You're wasting the gift and talent that the Most High has gave you. You're wasting your life. I love you so much. In case you have not heard today, in case no one tells you or told you, I love you. You deserve the best. You are worthy of the best. The world deserves you at your best. The world desperately needs you at your best. If humanity is going to move forward, all of us have to participate, including you. 
even if you think you're a nobody that's not going to do any fucking thing for anybody, I guarantee it, you are. Because I am someone that really did not think that I was anything special. I did not believe that I was anything special. I was never told I was special. I was never told I had gifts and light and talent. I was never encouraged to be free and to be any of that. I was never given that. And my parents, I love them, but they failed me miserably. They did not uplift my spirit because their spirits were not uplifted. This is something that black people have and are still going through. Black people, you need to understand that you are fucking special. That's why you're being attacked before you even realize you're being attacked. You were born into war if you're a black American. And you have the ability to triumph it. You have the ability. We have the ability. But we have to believe in ourselves and muster up the energy within ourselves. We are connected to the sun. The sun charges us up. It does not poison us. It does not make us throw up. If we stay there too long, our skin does not boil and, you know, turn into fucking weird ass sores. We get charged up by the sun. So we're divinely protected and we're divinely connected to the source. When you're in those moments of isolation, when you're in that's the spirit of solitude, but the physical space of isolation, but the spirit of solitude, you can connect directly to your source. When you do that, you can pull down information that fucking reprograms and uplifts your cells, your DNA, so that you can literally vibrate higher at a higher frequency and manifest everything you could possibly want as long as you are patient and purposeful i'm not kidding if you have any questions or you want to know more please email me at mufasabastet at gmail.com you can follow me and hit me up on instagram at empress mufasa bastet i love you so much yet again peace Don't call me Erica, because I ain't never seen Miss Badu in my hood. No disrespect, but stop questioning my feminine, especially because your masculine ain't quite balanced. Your insights aren't rooted in truth. Rather, the anger you still hold towards your mama, that ain't my problem. So here's what I need you to do. Tell me, what do you really think of me? Do you see the effort to heal my community? The weight on my shoulders as I try and guide us out of this siege? Are you turned on by my struggling faces as I lift the weight of your insecurities? My nigga, do you even see me? Or is the spell of imperialism distracting you? I handed you the herbs of the earth to cleanse your spirit. You turned up your nose and called me a witch. You on that Erica Badu shit. Nah, you just a scary ass bitch. If you mean I have tapped into the higher forces to pull down a team to help navigate the chaos that you are drunk off then yes. If you mean I created an altar to talk to my ancestors because your ass is afraid of vulnerability, then yes. If you mean I refuse to eat or use products with names I can't pronounce in order to simply live a little bit longer, then yes, I am on that witchy poo shit. 
You have been neglecting your responsibilities since the day you were conceived, avoiding living in your purpose. You can't stand the sound of your thoughts when the guilt of not doing shit wakes you up at night. You weep in defeat as the whispers of God penetrate your mind. Wake up, little black boy in a grown man's body. Your fire-ass dick game ain't gonna save us. Please do the work I put you here to do. Wake up. And here you are, hitting snooze yet again. I'm watching you choose to sit and smoke weed and eat while your children are dying. You don't even wash the blood off your hands, rather licking it in true savage fashion, professing that things aren't the best, but it just isn't that bad. It's sad. We want to look up to you. Pray to the Most High for the day you snap out of it and take your rightful place. Every day we wish we could convince you that we aren't here to harm you, but the cognitive dissonance really got a hold on you. Your mind has been programmed to be nothing more than a black zombie. No, no, stop. Don't come near me. Kids, go to the back. Grab your guns. Dad is foaming at the mouth again. Remember what I told you. Don't try and save me. Just run. As I grab my machete ready to do what has to be done, cutting off dead weight is never fun, but this is the art of war. My savior forgot to come. As your shoulders began to hunch, your eyes slowly glazed over. You took steps towards me, hunching like the deranged dog you are begging to drink from this witch pussy i asked you to say my name so i knew that it was you not the devil's lust that usually has a hold on you miss badu you slurred please bless me with your voodoo pussy erica miss erica the rage inside of me activated my chi i told you don't come near me or this will be the death of we you clearly didn't believe me because you started to grab my clothes, desperately pleading for me to just let you see. Miss Badu, I'll pay you whatever you need. Just give me some pussy. As I raised a machete aimed right for your cranium, your slimy hands forcefully grabbed my thighs. I began to cry as I closed my eyes, ending your suffering for the last time. Clean in and clean out. Don't call me Miss Badu. It is Empress Mufasa Bastet. And infinite blessings, my beautiful people. We are still here in the lion's den. That was an original piece by your girl, Empress Mufasa Bastet, entitled Don't Call Me Erica. I wrote that piece uh, because I realized that with the rise of the divine feminine, Black women are remembering the position they play in society, right? They're remembering the position they play in in our homes. Um, We are eating right. We are taking care of ourselves. Um, Some of us are locking our hair, maintaining our froze, whatever we're cutting our hair short, whatever we're doing with our hair to feel, you know, good about ourselves. That's always transitioning. Um, But, you know, like, there's a community of women who, um, you know, we have our waist beads and we're, we're, we're incorporating and internalizing and even pulling out ancestral wisdom and putting it in, back into the world. And a lot of men have no idea where to place that. And the only reference point that a lot of men have is Erica Badu. And like I said in the second line, there's no disrespect. Like I freaking love I, Erica Badu. 
oh my gosh i love her to death i to life to to beyond life i hope that i get to meet her one day um you know when i wear my head wraps and whatever like even my own family says i look like her like i respect the compliment however sometimes i feel like when you compare when I'm compared to her, I feel as if it's taking away from the work that I am doing in my community, right? So Erica Badu is doing the work from wherever she is, from whatever position that she was told to play. I'm doing the same thing. So don't call me Erica because that's not, don't, don't do that because you're taking away from me. And if you're comparing other people to Mufasa or trying to get other people to be like Mufasa or you're trying to get other people to be like Erica or you're trying to get anybody to be like anything other than who they are you are disrespecting them and so I wrote that piece because I feel like if you don't have the eyes to see someone for who they are shit you might need to get cut out of their life you know, that's just what it is. So, um, that's one of my, my favorite, it's my newest piece that I've written. It's my favorite piece. I think that I've written, I really love that one. Um, and I'm going to be, um, uh, performing that in, uh, a slam that I'm in February 7th, uh, at cultured studios in new London, Connecticut it is, it is their one year anniversary. Um, so, so proud of them. It is a black owned, uh, art gallery and event space and a like, lounge just to come and chill and be in the midst of our culture um the brand is cultured af it's it's amazing um so they are hosting their one year anniversary party as well as the tokyo shit slam composition i was one of the invited um slam poets which i'm very excited about along with a bunch of other talented people and it's going to be hosted by uh my brother influence um so it's going to be a vibe so if you you know are around can get to uh, new london february 7th it's going to be a great time great time so also February 29th, leap year, uh, we got an extra day of Black History Month, which is amazing this year, so you know that I had to do some black ass shit, so <laughs> me and my brothers from the Rhythm and Brews podcast are hosting another twerking is indigenous party twerking is indigenous in case you didn't know, uh, so the party um, is going to be February 29th at Miss Thelma's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's right downtown, walking distance from the train. So if you're in New York, um, shit, you could even take the Amtrak to Bridgeport, to be honest. So if you're in D.C., you could come through. Shit, if you're in New Orleans, you can come through the Amtrak, go all the way down south. So the Amtrak is in Bridgeport. Um, the Metro North comes to Bridgeport. Um, and you can, it's walking distance from the train if you're out of town. Um, but if you're in the area, Miss Thelma's downtown Bridgeport is going to be um, the next twerking is indigenous party the ratchet and righteous edition i'm very very excited gonna have a twerk contest we're gonna give it's gonna be crazy so we have dj dw and dj shatterproof taking care of the music taking care of the vibes and it's only twerk music so you know new orleans bounce you know the dc like house music you know the go-go music um freaking yin yang twins yo just every everything you know everything that is straight black soca um afro beats um 
dance hall, every reggaeton, everything that is just going to be moving your feet the entire night. Uh, it's going to be in the building. The DJs already know what the responsibilities are. The first one, if you missed it, it was an amazing vibe. Um, and this one is going to be even better. I'm very, very excited. I'm going to host another one in March. Um, that's going to be actually in New London at Cultured Studios. Um, more details for that will come in the future. But for right now, just worry about February 29th. If you need more information, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. It's already there, actually. Empress Mufasa Bastet on Instagram. If you're interested in sponsoring, being a part of the event in any way, uh, make sure you email me, MufasaBestet at gmail.com. Got it? Got the dates? You put it in your calendar? All right, word. See you then. I know I don't be bugging. I promise, I promise I'm not high. But listen, like, you don't need a lot to live in life (laughs) as a human. You really don't. Like, if you just simplify all the bullshit, like, don't worry about cars and Wi-Fi and, you know, computers and iPhones and Jordans and toys like all the toys all the all the adult toys all that shit like if you just you know don't really worry about money per se just worry about like the ability to buy food and to travel and to you know have clothing and you know pots and pans you know just just seasonings you know just stuff like that socks towels soap shampoo you know toothpaste toothbrush basic necessities it doesn't take a lot and when you have just those things and you realize that having those things mean you have so much life is not only happier but life is easier like it's just easier and you win in such big ways because your focus is no longer about physical things it's about experiences and relationships and love and there's a lot of forces out there that don't want you to realize that that's why advertising is being pushed down our fucking throats that's why um, you know, technology is the influence that it is. There's so many things distracting us from just that simple fact that you don't need a lot. And there's a lot of people profiting off of our desire to have things. And so when we talk about, you know, someone treating you like a slave, someone you know thinking that you're just a body and you know it's like you have to take your power back at some point and the only way you take your power back is not letting evil forces suck you dry like what is that you know and 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 don't be afraid to stand up in your own power don't be afraid to stand up to those forces 
because really those forces are afraid of you they're afraid what will happen to them if you stop being who you are to them because they're just leeches vampires like it's just a tick just fucking annoying tick you know and and you have the ability to you know be you be you and be you simply that doesn't mean you don't have presence it doesn't mean you don't have power it means that you're really fucking strong actually you have heart and you have courage a wise brown man said to me tonight you know every great story every battle great battle story they always put these grand big you know armies against these tiny little 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 squads and the tiny little squads win every single time they didn't have a lot they had what they had they had heart they had each other and every time they win every fucking time they win even down to freaking Simba and Scar Simba went to the fucking mountains he went to go retreat with some beautiful waterfalls then like the his freaking dream world just happens to show up they have a great time you know he's with his buddies his wise teachers he goes then freaking spirit monkey comes and tells him a jewel lets him know it's time and he just snaps into it and gets it done with Timon and Pumbaa against a bunch of alleged organized hyenas and a lion come on who won beautiful pride rock it's an excellent story and that's us you don't need a lot you don't you need heart you need bravery you need courage stop being scared to be great Alright, so you really trying to tell yeah. me that yeah. Yeah. you wait, yeah. so you yeah. really really yeah. think yeah. because yeah. you yeah. 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 For real? Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Let me get this straight. What? So you know you a black man, right? And that makes you a king. So you think you're a god? And you came here to win? And you think that you blessed? Really think you the best? And they gonna try to stop you? Oh, cause you black? And it ain't gonna work, huh? Cause you put in that work, huh? And you started in last, huh? Now a nigga in first, huh? And you know it's gonna hurt But it's not your concern Cause about fucking time A nigga know his worth Yeah, get it, you crazy We back live in that broken station Gonna tune into my frequency Both niggas hold that off the back But if you still lost, then you still asleep But I'ma stop there cause I ain't here to preach Cause everything I'm saying, man, I'm saying to me Cause a nigga could really get lost in time Just a reminder what you ought to be Born in the greatness, came here from greatness Ain't no mistaking, ain't no debating Ain't no complaining, it's about time we take it back Yeah, and I ain't fucking playing I'm taking the top and I'm taking the best I'm taking it all, I won't take nothing less I done took all the pain, I done took all the stress I won't take it no more, you can take that shit back Back to black, I'm bringing black back Black girls with them black naps Black curls with them black cap Make that pussy purr with that black strap Yeah, Black love, yeah, gotta have it Nothing better than that black magic Black queen with that black palace All black 
children all black and at I it. just know they gon' hate it How I'm shining like a beam How I'm shining like a star Every time I hit the scene And only real niggas love it And that just all I need Cause I knew everybody wasn't coming with the team So yeah, you a black man, right? And that makes you a king So you think you're a god? And you came here to win? And you think that you blessed? Really think you the best uh, And think I'm trying to stop you All cause you black And it ain't gonna work huh? Cause you put in that work huh? And you saw it in last huh? Now a nigga in first huh? And you know it's gonna hurt But it's not your concern Cause it's about fucking time A nigga know his work Yeah get it you crazy Shout out to the chatter, I'm hitting harder than batters on G's. Be serving the fast balls up on the planet, the fine one matter. Showing you niggas, it didn't matter. Stop it, force, killing with venom, injecting with lyrics. Any pick me, walking on two step into the big room, pants vision. Show them the cool ways, man. We're a little box up with dope ears. You can see them keeping young niggas spitting from the meddling. Keep it settling, headline things. Top floor with a thing left to the weathering. Who would think I would see better things? No type of meddling, meddling. Playtime is over, no soup and bread. One lobster shrimp while getting hands. Feel it, dog, me, while she on me. Fuck you, hating man, the truth is on me. I just wanna live and swerve. Never had much, so when I get it, I'ma flip it, flip it back and hit the swerve. Grab it, throw some bread up the birds. All my niggas that I know on curves. All I know, I'm getting off a verse. Fucking stage up across the globe. No more struggle shows that I go. Let's go. Where your living's black privilege. Only focus on the digits. Change the way your nigga fishing. Feed up Cuban smoke yacht style. Ooh, a nigga big pimpin'. Million dollar smuggin'. Envy from your dentist. If you're touching cool, he can live your limbs. With an eye candy, that is my English. Chill, nigga, you know. So you a black man, right? And that makes you a king. So you think you're a god? And you came here to win? And you think that you blessed? Really think you the best? And think I try to stop you? All cause you black? And it ain't gonna work, huh? Cause you put in that work, huh? And you saw it in last, huh? Now a nigga in first, huh? And you know it's gonna hurt. But it's not your concern. Cause it's about fucking time. A nigga know his work? Yeah, get it, you crazy. My beautiful people, that was a track by my, one of my favorite, one of my favorite humans, uh, Remy Roy. He is based out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, make sure you follow him on Instagram, Remy, R-E-M-Y-O-R-Y underscore Ruckus. Uh, he has a YouTube uh, talk series that he just started working on. Um, episodes are out now, so if you add him on Instagram, um, you can get the link to the episodes called Talk Your Sh- So you already know, black folks, we out here talking all of that cash money shit. You gave us a camera and the internet. Oh, Lord, it's a wrap. So make sure you follow Remy Roy. Um, That is all I have for you on this episode of The Lion's Den, my beautiful people. Make sure you stay encouraged. Um, You know, this year is going to be rough. It's going to be tough on your spirit. A lot of shit's going to happen. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. 
that shit is fucking bananas. Um, you know, we, a lot of things are going to be coming at our spirit, um, symbolizing a lot. At the end of the day, you have the choice to take care of your spirit. You have the responsibility to take care of your spirit. So do not let everything that happens penetrate the depths of your being because it's supposed to be triggering. It's supposed to make you feel as if you were helpless and hopeless. And that is not the state of black people. Um, that's not even the current state of blackness. So do not feel ashamed if you need to, you know, go into solitude and not be on social media. Um, I'm someone that I haven't had a TV for five years going on six years because I knew I didn't want to be, I just didn't want that shit. I don't have that shit. I don't want it. And it is a difference. I can tell when I go to people's houses that have houses, like, I mean, that have TVs, excuse me. Um, like I don't watch the news. I don't do any of that shit. Does that mean I'm not aware of what's going on? No, I have a phone. I have the internet. I have access to information. However, I do not need to be over inundated by information because I know how it affects my spirit. You have that choice as well. Please, please stay woke about these streets. Follow me on Instagram, Empress Mufasa Bastet. I have a lot of events that are coming up. Um, a lot of intentional event spaces that I'm going to be creating um, so that we can really do the work of building community and establishing culture. You know, it's no longer enough for us to be doing it on social media because when the internet goes away, which it will go away at some point, then what are we going to do? We don't trust each other right now. We don't love each other right now. We barely respect and love ourselves. So the events and the spaces that I am um, a part of, you can guarantee, best believe, it is all with pure intention. Um, It's a good energy. It's a safe space. And yeah, it's something that I think that you will enjoy. You know, it's something that you won't mind coming out of your isolation to be a part of. (laughs) I love you so much in case you have not heard it today. If you're interested in being a co-host on the Lion's Den, adding some sex to the lion's den um whatever you want to collab on events whatever you may need me for if you you hear me you feel my vibe you're like hmm fossil would be good for this this and this i wonder if she's into that that and whatever just hit me up um i'm always open to conversations and collaborating with humans that are on you know the same shit that i am so like i said i love you so motherfucking much in case you have not heard today please stay woke about these streets y'all